Hey everyone and welcome to episode 4 of the Cryptonomy podcast hosted by me, Tom Farrow. Now, today's topic of conversation is going to be about fundamental news sources. So we're going to go through the best websites, the best um, articles and forums to read and the ones to trust and the ones not to trust. And I'm going to link the fundamentals to the technicals to say what happened during the Bull run of 2017, what kind of news articles were they positive, were they negative, and how that can influence actual consumers and then influence the price because essentially prices of all assets, financial assets, are speculation of the of the public, speculation of the people. Um, it's, a, it's a value, it's a trust system, and if I value Bitcoin at 5,100 then I say it's worth that amount if someone agrees with me then we've got a relationship there where we both understand that this asset or this product is worth X amount and that's all it's based upon so I'm going to go and look into those different trends Google Trends and um, Twitter feeds, as I said, news articles from back in the day. So I'm going to go through those. And then, first up, I'm going to just cover Bitcoin, Ether, and XRP quickly. Um, on the Bitcoin chart, we're holding around the 5,030 level. I do expect to see that move down to 4,240, uh, that would be a nice retrace for Bitcoin, so in the next two to three weeks I want to see that really, Ether, looking at $136 as monthly support, could see retracing to there as well, into the, to create a new higher low, similar thing with XRP, I want to see that move back down into $0.30, cents, then possibly breaching into the 28600 28500 level. Okay, now we've given, given a quick technical overview. Let's get into the topic of today's podcast, which is fundamental news sources. Now, I was going through my Blockfolio account the other day. Now, Blockfolio is an app for the iPhone, Android, and other markets. And you can track your portfolio, your percentage uh, percentage up for the day or for the week or whatever time frame um, your monetary value of your portfolio what coins you're holding etc they've also added a feature called news sources and you can take the articles and the blogs from multiple websites Bitcoin magazine uh, Bitcoinist Chepi Cap Coin Central Coin Desk Cointelegraph, lots of different ones like this, and you can click and you can get them in one feed. So that's an interesting little feature because I've been using that the last few days to track price across 10, 15 different websites instead of just using one. So I do like that little feature. Um, but what happens when you get into the article? What happens when you either stumble across an article? online or maybe it's a Facebook 
uh, Facebook post by a reputable news source like CNN or BBC, or what happens if you search for cryptocurrencies on Google and lots of articles come up. How do you interpret it? How do you understand which articles are actually good and have reputable, um, correct information? And they're a reputable company. They've got lots of writers. It's not just one guy, one person set up a website and just typing fake clickbait articles with false information. You want to go to the best sources. So how do you open an article? First of all, understand that it's the right source. It's accurate information. And also that it is um, a reputable company. And this is where experience in the market helps because um, if you look at a lot of the good articles, the, the ones that produce informative information, they come from normally the same websites. So it's kind of a batch of a few websites. Coindesk is a very good website. Uh, Cointelegraph also. They have good information. Uh, CCN as well, and also Bitcoinus. I found that that's quite a good. They they provide good information. It's accurate, and as I said, it's uh, it's a good article to read to get the information for that certain coin. There's actually one of got here. It's from NewsBTC.com. Uh, it's about Binance. A Binance research report claims that less than seven percent of crypto. It's owned by institutions. That's quite an interesting article. I'm actually going to put it on my social media uh, as an article of the day. And if you look into it, it actually links the report, the Binance report, and it talks about it, so it analyzes it. So I quite enjoyed this article, and this is a good example of an article which has positive information. And as I said, it's reputable, and you can take it for its word. Another one on Coindesk. Uh, they're talking about Ethereum hard forks, and there's a development, there's a, there's a debate going on inside the uh, community whether it would be better to have frequent harder fork, more frequent hard forks, um, or on a less, on a uh, on a lower time frame basis. So that was a good article from from Coindesk.com. So there is a handful that are probably better. Now what I did then is that when I was researching about this podcast, I I went from wanting to know how the fundamental news, how these pieces of news affect the markets, how they affect the technical markets. So I took the Bitcoin chart and I zoomed right out. I wanted to see what's happening, and what kind of an impact these news when these articles come out and they spread euphoria, they spread they spread hype. And um, especially in the bull market, what kind of an impact do they have on the price? Is it just a reflection of the positive price or is it actually a catalyst to push price higher? Are they, are they pulling in readers and the readers are investing in these coins and it's increasing the value or through speculation? Or was the price going up anywhere and they're reporting on it? That's what I'm saying. And I think it's a bit of both, but especially in times of high movement, high volatility, it can be that these news sources 
produce clickbait, produce grabbing headline articles, and um, just for to spread speculation, to spread you know hype and and, and rumours. But as I said, I went back and to the summer of 2013, and this was when Bitcoin was trading around the hundred dollar mark. Now, market was flat. Um, consolidation after a previous bullish surge, and then I did a Google search. If you're talking Bitcoin, so so you got here a BBC Future um, article about Bitcoin and the illusion of money. So it talks about that it's the first decentralized currency, and this is in two thousand and. 13 this is the between april and september 2013 so even the bbc they understand that this is a potential future digital asset and they are reporting straight away also TechCrunch, how to mine bitcoins is the headline of the article <coughs> excuse me head headline of the article is how to mine bitcoins so and we know we know now that TechCrunch is one of the biggest social media accounts for um, for news reporting. And there's a little bit about um, what Bitcoin's used for, first impressions of Bitcoin, and things like that. So that seems that I only saw BBC there, and I didn't see many other. A lot of the other ones I was looking at were not really big news outlets. No CNNs, no Bloomberg's, no, um, you know, a lot of, you know, the Telegraph or other big news sources in the U- US and, and, and the UK because there wasn't much demand for Bitcoin at that point and people didn't know about it that much. But now, obviously, during the... So that was the summer, and then into October and November, 2013, Boron. Same Google search of that time period. It's more moved on to now, how could Bitcoin change the global economy? You've got getting started on Bitcoin, so it's more positive. It's, a, it's talking about China, how it's um, fueled Bitcoin to record highs. That's a CNN article. So now... You can start seeing the big players coming in more now and talking about Bitcoin. Uh, National Geographic did actually a a Money 3.0 article on there. So what I'm trying to say is that when the price moves up, it seems that the media reacts um, as they as they should do, really, because that is their that's their job to react to to react to events um but it seems to be correlated very much with the move that's happening the first bull run so this is the bull run of october to november 2013 and you still got articles saying bitcoin is broken but as i said the kind of attitude is, is changing and the perception of it Now we're looking at January 2015, the 15th exactly, um, 
this is on the Bitcoin chart. 15th of January 2015 is just on the breakout of all-time highs I believe oh, the January 2015 oh, okay I've got it I've got it so January 2015 is where Bitcoin bottomed out so um, from highs of kind of 1,100 in December 2013, it fell for nearly two years and kind of bottomed out around the $200 mark. So these are some news articles and from this kind of period, this one by newstatesman.com, which is ranked quite the first one, first in the list. Slowly but surely, Bitcoin appears to be falling apart and in the people also ask section of Google, it says, can Bitcoin be converted to cash? Are Bitcoins illegal in the US? So the narrative is quite negative. Why, 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 would, why would I even want to use Bitcoin? Uh, Bitcoin falls below $200, making some investors worried about the stability of about the stability of the cryptocurrency they're holding. So that's more of a, a negative portrayal. Uh, because the market but because the market is bottomed, it seems that the news outlets are producing content which could suppress emotions we're going from the summer of 2015 you have the the google searches for that period were actually correlated exactly with what the market looks like so during kind of 2013 they were down at 34, which is interest over time, and percent as a percentage. And in the November bull run, it rose to 100%, so there's 100% interest. It keeps rising and rising and rising without stopping. Uh, and then in the bearish market, it fell to 40, 45, little surge up, and then back down and to that 17 as we come towards the end of 2014. The similar thing happened, but with blockchain, in the 2013 bull run, it rose. It rose rapidly to 100, and it fell back down then. But it kind of sustained the 50 level for the whole of 2014. 50, so there's more interest in blockchain, it shows, there than actual Bitcoin, because Bitcoin fell to kind of 16, 17. Now, what does that show? That shows that a lot of institutions and a lot of big players, a lot of uh, corporations are actually more interested in the blockchain at this point in time, um, in 2014, the end of 2014, than they are interested in in Bitcoin. And I suppose cryptocurrencies as a whole, because blockchain is the umbrella that houses or that protects, you know, um, stands above cryptocurrencies. 
I mean, I used to, I mean, this is 2015, the summer of 2015, I used to invest in small cap stocks around about that time. Me and my brother used to look on online forums through Reddit, through, um, I think it was LondonSouthEast.com. Used to look through forums and just take any hints, any hype that people are talking about, and we used to invest in it. Uh, I think there was like Columbia, Columbia Mining Companies. There was there was some cloud-based software, if I remember, um, and they're just terrible companies. They've got no no use case, no product really or, or good team uh, I should have invested in in Bitcoin if it was a if that was at two hundred dollars and that was the the bottom for that period of time I should have invested in that but you know hindsight's a a beautiful thing it is a beautiful thing but uh that was just the opportunity then and even that's Bitcoin, but Ether was probably trading way, way below that. I've got a historical snapshot actually of my birthday, 17th of May 2015. Bitcoin is trading at $236 and Ether's not actually on the chart. XRP is trading at 0.0063 cent. Litecoin at one dollars forty-five. I mean, these prices are so so low, and uh, it just shows that there was beginning to see a little bit of traction online, a bit more media articles being written, and it's been talking. It's it's been spoken about a little a little more, and the opportunity was there. But even though that was. 2015 and now we are in 2019 reading reading back and looking into the past in back to 2013 i feel like a kind of late comments to this party this crypto party getting in in 2018 but in fact those people were very early now we're in the early stage in five years it'll be mainstream so the opportunities for return on investment will be a lot lower. And that's why, even though this is later than 2013 and, and all those we've just looked at, we are still we are still early in this in this space. Now I've gone to all-time highs, uh 17th of December 2017. There's an article by Cointelegraph, Bitcoin hits 20,000 per coin, capping year of enormous growth. Uh, Bitcoin hits a new record high, capturing new highs. Um, so many articles about the price, you know, about predictions. People see 50,000, 100,000. Someone here, Ronnie Moa, says 300,000 to 400,000 for a Bitcoin. So people are very happy. They're ecstatic because their investment is growing flipping day and day day in day out um and this is the top basically we hit 20,000 and we just crumbled from there there's another statistic i've got here from the 
start of 2017 uh, to the end of 2017, we went from kind of six in the Google Trends interest over time metric to 100 at the end. So that shows that the speculation is driving price. Also note that the the Binance article I read at the start that only 7% of institutional investors are in the market. The rest is retail. Retail means that people are speculating on certain prices. This is why in 2017 bull run, it went from 6 at the start of the year to, to 100 in the interest because more people are flooding to the market, buying just people off the street who don't know anything about crypto. The big institutions are not actually playing a role yet. And this just shows that we've had a massive bull run, uh, enormous price turnaround, and the institutions aren't here yet. Think of what happens when they are here. And it's not just our um, tens of thousands that we're investing. It's their hundreds of millions that they're investing. And that's going to, you know, based upon the laws of supply and demand, that is going to push the price much, much higher than we've seen even now. But you have to be aware of the news news articles and what they mean and the impact they have on retail strategies. You're gonna, you've got to kind of think like a institutional investor what would they do what would you do what would you do if you had uh, an extra five zeros on the end of your portfolio i think that's a interesting point if you had an extra five zeros what would you do would you make exactly the same decisions you want to would you buy the same prices would you sell at the same prices on your dollar cost average strategy or would you go for something different would you look for different setups maybe a, a longer swing term trade than the day trading you're doing now or but what i tend to do is think like an institutional investor would like a person with an extra five zeros on the end 100 million you know massive amounts of money, what would they do? So when I read news articles, especially about, for instance, the death of Bitcoin, this is at, when we hit 3,000 in, in, the, in the most recent lower low. So the death of Bitcoin, this could be the beginning of the end for Bitcoin. What will happen to Bitcoin in 2019? Um, Bitcoin crashed and why it will crash again. How low will we go? The bubbles popped. Things like this now. When I see things like this, I understand that the institutions have demand to push the price of Bitcoin down. If you hold tens of millions or hundreds of millions, you have the demand and it would be much better for you to buy Bitcoin at 
than it would be to buy even at the previous lower low 3000 or 5000 where we currently stand basic return on investment percentage wise is much better so you can suppress the price with your high volume your big trades you can short the market now how which price are we approaching now which is a very crucial price perhaps the most crucial in all of the bitcoin chart the resistance of 6000 give or take 500 pips or dollars the institutions will be loading up their positions in enormous volumes at that point short the market heavily push the market down below the lower low try and get out more retail investors out the market, shove them out the market, force them out the market through through psychological pain or through um, they the technical trend line they've drawn has broken. It's invalidated the setup and they're short and they're closing their position or even stop losses from a swing trade, which would be just below the previous lower low, which would stand about twenty eight cent now if you put a stop loss. Um, people are looking for positions up to the up to the um, the forty five dollar mark, except um, and up to sixty dollars, etc. Those are wiped. They'll be all wiped out. The market will be suppressed down, and this is what institutional players want. So I'm reading these articles about Bitcoin is dying at three thousand. It's not dying. We'll rise back up to six and a half. And fall back down, and even at a thousand dollars, we're not going to die. It's a market cycle, and I understand that now because I'm thinking like the higher players. Um, there will be a bull run. There will be a bull run because that's how the market works. But at the moment, we're in a bear market, and we're going to have to kind of live with. These articles talking about the death of Bitcoin and crashing and bubbles. We have to interpret it in your mind in a different way. You have to be trained to understand that what's what the mainstream media are saying has the is based upon their own agenda, based on their personal agenda. And a lot of these websites and blogs, the ones that get a lot of hits, they are likely owned by someone who has uh, an interest in the price of currency cryptocurrencies someone higher up they'll all be connected um and so all you can do is to have that prior knowledge and then also surround yourself with a lot of information consume a lot of content a diverse amount of content don't stay in one echo chamber um read articles from coindesk then listen to a blog uh and but you know unchained the podcast or uh, watch a youtube video you know you got to diversify your knowledge base because if you stick to one idea and you only have one narrative flowing through then it'll multiply and it will fold itself over and you'll only be thinking one way you won't be able to change your mind it's better to have a lot of 
information from different perspectives and then you can make your decision what you believe and on what you don't essentially so i hope this podcast has given you a bit more insight into which kind of articles to read some of the reputable sources um how to interpret articles how to have an emotional detachment from them and not read into them too much if it says that bitcoin is going to drop uh, or it's dead or these adjectives then just be aware that they are for um purpose they, they are trying to sell a story that's their job so don't think like a retail trader think like an institutional investor a big player in the market this has been a kind of chopped up episode because I stopped recording about 11 minutes through because I forgot what I was saying. So it's been a bit weird. The communication's probably been a bit off and haven't really been articulating and flowing through with my ideas and my thoughts. So uh, apologies for that. But hopefully I gave you a little bit of knowledge that you can take away. And um, I'll catch you for the next episode, which... It's going to be on market capitalization, so market cap. I'm going to be going through the Bitcoin dominance percentage, uh, sorry, the Bitcoin dominance, and also the Bitcoin dominance percentage chart, trading view, doing some analysis on there. Um, and other things, some articles I've been reading. So it's going to be on market cap, and that's very important. And some manipulations been happening. I'm going to update on that. I'm going to talk about what it means and how Bitcoin drags the market etc so join me for that thanks for listening to cryptonomy episode four